Welcome to our new mini-series, Women at Work. Brought to you by Freelance Creative Exchange. We are your hosts, Fanny and Jace. We are from Creatives at Work. While running our business, we have met many amazing women along the way. So we hope to share these inspiring stories about how Singaporean freelancers and entrepreneurs are taking charge and building successful businesses. So in our pilot episode, we want to share with you about our perspective, both as business owners as well as working mothers. So as working mothers, we juggle multiple roles in a day. So how do you balance work and family responsibilities and how does a day look like for you? That is a very good question. So, <laughs> pre-circuit breaker, my day is actually quite structured because most of my activity actually surround uh, my boy's schedule. So I have a 12 years old boy, right? So basically, a normal day, right, um, is with starting from, you know, um, waking him up from bed, you know, bring him to school, right? And then after that, I will, um, you know, um, hopefully, on certain days can't but hopefully I can do some exercise and mm. then after that you know before I start my day right and then midday came you know then that's where I will pick him up right and then after that I will send him to enrichment classes then I go back to meetings you know so in between there's calls there's meetings reply emails so that's typically how a normal day look like for me right fairly structured mm. because like you know because uh, of the schedule uh, my schedule actually plans around him as well so a lot of my meetings is in between right Um, but then of course during COVID it, right then my schedule start to you know um are not being scheduled not organized right so everything comes together so you know so it's it's during that period of time you suddenly feel that hey you know you you can't remember which day is which because every day is it's the same, same. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's probably how you know a normal day. I guess you know right now, of course, I think things started to go back, you know, mm. and start, start it's starting to become normal again. So there's this schedule that is there that I need to follow on a daily basis. Mm. So maybe next question for me, right? To what extent were you tested during the circuit breaker, and how do you handle looking after kids, right, while working from home? Well, it was a very difficult. I mean situation for me. Similarly to a lot of working mothers who are used to, you know. Um, um, going going to work in a place and when you come back home you know that you can just juggle the kids or do the house you know housework that needs to be done but during circuit breaker because everything is confined to one place so it's very hard to, to juggle both you know your roles as a mother a caretaker you know uh, a working woman and then plus you know all the household chores the, you know all the things that you need to run so uh it was a very stressful period for me I, and i have three kids under the age of five so one is one one is three and then one is five so uh they are extremely needy of my attention so i have to say it's, it's very difficult and then to all the working mothers out there who has to you know uh, juggle multiple roles uh, uh i i i i'm i'm still not handling it well uh so you know I, I really respect, you know, uh, working mothers who can, you know, find the balance. I'm still trying, struggling to find the balance. So what is your, um, how should I say, what's your secret ingredient to overcome all this chaosness that's happening? So uh, I think the most important thing is you have to set, a, set, set aside time for the different roles that you have to fulfill. So for me, um, I run my day in 45 minute slot. It used to be one hour slots. So I'll have like 12 one hour slots. And then using that 12 hour slot, you will know what, things you can achieve in a day or things mm. that you can't achieve you probably has to you know pass it on to another day but it, it helps you to set out a schedule but uh, from one hour it has now decreased to 45 minutes because my youngest daughter can only <laughs> handle 45 minutes without me so uh, I bring out my day into 5, 45 minutes slot and I know what I need to do within that 45 minutes so I try my best to complete that task within that 45 minutes so um, you know if you have such a structure in place it's very easy when you know a client say when can I receive that proposal straight away you will know which 45 minutes 
slot. You probably need two or three slots for the proposal, but you straight away know which day you probably have that slot, that few mm. slots to complete that. And you can tell your client, okay, next week. And it's not like, uh, by the end of the day, but you can't do it. So this is, you know, one of the way that I try to structure my days. Mm. Yeah, and see whether I can manage my time properly. Okay, so Jace, so how do you stay creative and motivated? I think as a lot of business owners, while we are actually running our daily chores, mm. so sometimes it's really difficult, right, um, to stay motivated and creative. But I guess um, if you are doing something that you think is worthwhile doing, right, and that you have a passion, right, um, or rather I would say you have a purpose in mind, right, so I think staying motivated is probably the easiest, mm. right, because you know what you are doing has an effect or has an impact on other people like us, you know. I think during the circuit breaker or during this, this period, we really think that you know we have an added you know responsibility right to actually help everyone um, you know our partners freelancers stakeholders mm. right to actually stay needed during this period of time right <laughs> and also look for new ways right yeah. um, you know um, because of all this new normal and all this so so we probably need to together you know as a community see how we can actually generate generate uh, new revenues on top of that you know multiple <laughs> revenues for the company as well as for our freelancers yeah. and hopefully for the entire uh, for, for the for the industry as well so so I think staying motivated you know uh, if you know your purpose if you know what yeah. you are seek to achieve so I think that's the easiest I think the more difficult part is actually the creative part right mm. um, so I think you need to have a fresh mind right in order to be creative but again depending on how you define creative right because to me I'm not a creative by training in that sense I'm not a designer I'm not a writer I'm not a video production person right um, so my creative probably apply more in terms of problem solving right so I think that is usually the toughest because it is something that you need to think outside the box or you really have to um, you know tell yourself that oh you know somebody has done it before is there another way of doing it so you keep challenging yourself right I think that is the most difficult but what I actually take a lot of references from mm. is, is really um, you know looking at some of the mentors Right. Mm. Um, some of the people who have been there done that before and then you know find out how did they overcome the challenge I think that's kind of helped me to keep the thinking and the creative going I mm. think the best thing to actually stay creative is not to stop thinking right? once you stop thinking then that's probably where you find it very difficult to actually look for the next lab yeah. but how about yourself I'm actually quite curious to hear from you as well so how do you stay creative with all the happening that is happening around you all the different schedules um, and things like that I think doing things that you love mm. is, is one way that you can stay creative. For me, I like to watch TV. I like to watch Netflix. And it, it's actually not just watching, but I like to watch... Um, I, I like to question myself, why do this particular series um, get so popular on Netflix? Mm. Why is this, um, for example, like, like the Korean shows, it, it's so local, but how did it translate um, into something which is so universal that, you know, a wide variety of audience, even though it's in a different language like it. So um, while watching while doing things that I like to do, I also like to question myself to bring it back to the work that I do every day. Mm. So I, I think this is one way that keeps me, um, I mean, motivated and, and kind of creative. La. So I, I'm not a creative person by nature as well, but I love to um, think of creative ways to solve problems. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so so I mean, this is, this is one way. La. So my next question to you is, what is the biggest challenge you ever face and how do you overcome it? So the biggest challenge right now is... Um, Finding time for, for myself. Okay. The biggest challenge right now is um, balance. So mm. uh, I, I, I'm not sure whether this is because I, I'm, I'm Libra. <laughs> so finding balance is crucial. So, but I, I don't have balance in my life right now because a lot of experts um, of the different roles are wanting a lot 
from me or rather I want to give more but I can't. So um, finding balance is the biggest challenge I have but um, um, I mean during the circuit breaker, I mean the balance is loopsided. So what I, my, my problem to, my solution to that problem is mm. I divide my days um, into first half and second half and I try to motivate myself <laughs> with things that I like to do. So for example, in the first half of the day, I try to think about coffee because I love coffee. Mm. So I, I, I know that I'll start the day with a cup of coffee. So that's how I get myself uh, motivated and overcome the challenge of, you know, when I wake up, my kids will be all around a big mess and things like that. So at the second half of the day, you know, that's when your kids will start to demand. Work starts to come in, calls and things like that, you know, um, deadlines. So I, I try to motivate myself by saying, okay, at five o'clock, I should have some beverages that I love to drink. So every day I do this. So um, I guess, how, how do I overcome challenges? You have to set yourself a goal, a target mm. or something small that can motivate you and just look towards that motivation mm. and not the challenges. I think an important part of this is also taking care of yourself, right? Yes. Because you sometimes you just have to put your needs above everything else yeah. because you need to make sure that you know you are in the best frame of mind yeah. so that you can actually meet the challenges that were to follow. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like for example, if my kids are, are you know, started to crawl, you know, <laughs> look for me, I will quickly go to the toilet and then I will shout to my husband, I'm pooping! <laughs> and then this is this is how I, I segregate a time just for myself. <laughs> Self-care. <laughs> so Jace, who are your role models? Okay, so in terms of role model, I think I got a few. Actually, in fact, I feel, right, um, there's always something to learn from everybody, right? So whether uh, from our freelancers, mm. from our partners, from our stakeholders, you know, so everyone could be uh, a role model, right, in uh, different, different areas. But if, let's say, you want me to name someone that I really, um, you know, look forward to meeting, right, and really, um, you know, kind of follow her on social media and things like that, that, that will be the CEO of Facebook, Cheryl um, mm. Sensei. Mm. Right, so basically, I think the two things that I really look towards her. One is she actually able to excel in a in an industry that is more male dominated, yeah. which is the tech, tech industry, right? And then she's someone then she is one of the C level. That's one. Um, second, I think is her um, inspirational stories about how she managed to do it, right, and not giving up. So I think um, if you read her book, right, uh, you probably will will associate with her a little bit more. So I think that is a role model that I hope that one day you know a lot more. Will women would climb to that level so that, you know, we bring more compassionate, uh, you know, compassion. Um, compassion yeah. so, so we are more compassion. compassion. <laughs> <laughs> Do us one another, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so how about yourself? Huh? I'm just wondering, who's your role model? My role model, I mean, there are, there are many. Yeah. I mean, Jacinda Arden, I mean, the mm. Prime Minister of New Zealand is, is definitely one of them. Um, but recently has been um, a family who has been travelling in a camper van mm. around the world for the past two or three years and they have three very young kids. So I've been following them on Instagram and it's it's uh, inspiring because um, they choose to do something which is so different and they mm. choose to pluck themselves out from... Um, I mean, for lack of a better word, from the race, mm. I just spend a lot of time for my family. One of the key things why I, you know, treat the family as a, as a role model is because um, how can they spend so much time with their kids in such a small space? Yeah, but you know, uh, this is something that I, because it's so different from the life that I'm lead, lead um, mm. that I'm leading now, so it's it's just very fresh to see, you know. But that's because they travel from places to places, right? So yeah. even though the the, the place that they are together is small which is in a van but the very fact that they are moving from country to countries 
you know, shows they are in a different environment every time. Yeah, but they are stuck in a confined <laughs> space with the same people. <laughs> That's the challenge because maybe for me, I I get bored very easily. Mm. That's why I I like project management because it's very short and it moves you know across different things. But so to be stuck in the place mm. <laughs> with the same people, yeah. I, but I know it's something that um I, I want to try, I want to do, and I want to break free from everything that is pulling my brains apart. You know, so yeah. So I guess. The current period work for you because you know that is always a requirement of the number of people that can be together in one <laughs> small number, <laughs> small number, <laughs> right? So, Jace, what are the plans mm. for creatives that work in this new normal? Mm. So, I mean, what is the business outlook and mm. what are the new opportunities that are present? Well, I always believe, right, in the Chinese word, right? So, when they say Wei Ji, right? So, when there's always a crisis, there's mm. always an opportunity, right? So, even though I know now it's a very difficult time for a lot of a lot of people, right? Um, but I think to stay on the positive side, you know, there's also a lot of opportunities that you can look out for, right? So I think if we talk about creative at works, um, I guess for our vision is really to transform, right? How the way that we used to do things, right? I think um, what COVID has probably taught us is that um, digitization is really something that you know you have to do it yeah. because if not, right, you will just be left behind. Right, it kind of just accelerated and made everybody go that way. So now it's not a question of whether, um, you know, should I do it slowly, slowly. So incremental is no longer something that you need to do, right? You need to go for the breakthrough, right? So which means to say incremental is no longer enough. Yeah. yeah. In the past, I think we can still say, oh, let's change a bit here, tweak it and see how it goes and then we move forward, right? But I think now, I think we cannot do that already. Right. It has to be on digital. If not, there's no way you can do. Right. So um, I guess for creative at works, um, I think transformation and digitization is very important. So now it's just how do we put that into process mm. right, and accelerate it across not only just us, but also our freelancer. Mm. Right. So, um, but for our freelancers, I think more importantly, is actually to look at the new growth area. Right. So um, although there are some sectors that, you know, has to be shut down because of some reasons and all this, right? But there's also other areas, right, that actually flourish over the last two months, right? And increasingly it will go there. Right. So we are actually expecting uh, uh increase in demand for talent in those areas, that's for sure. Right. Um but I think the challenge is if you are not in that required area or skill sets, then how do you get in, right? So that your skill sets is being in demand. Yeah. So a long way to answer a short question is that I think the prospect for Creative Awards is quite um, bright right now. If we can capture the right, <laughs> if we can capture the, the right moment, right? Um, I think the moment is right, but now is to ensure that we have the right skill set so yeah. that we can actually match them to our clients. So one last question. What mm. advice or encouragement do you have for aspiring free female entrepreneurs? Mm. Okay, so I think what I would actually say at this period in time, right, um, is really be bold, right, and just take that first step out, right, because I think right now, um, I'm not sure if it's for you as well as for you as well, right, but um, it sense a lot of people seem to be quite worried and anxious about what is to come, right, um, but the truth of the fact is, even if you are worried, right, it will come, right, mm -hmm. it's not something that, you know, uh, you can wish that it will go away. Right. It is here already and it's here to stay. So I think the only thing that we all can do right now is really to see what we can, what are the changes we can do within ourselves, right? And then refresh ourselves to meet the new challenges because the new challenges is coming, right? That's for sure. So we have to be prepared for it. So any advice, the, the advice is really, you know, um, get ready, right, for the new challenge. 
and love yourself a little bit more. Yeah. How about yourself? Eh? Well, I think um, I think the the encouragement or advice that I like to give aspiring female entrepreneurs is find your support network. Mm. Yeah, um, it, it's important because I mean, when Jace and I started out, we 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 met so so many mentors. I mean, not mentors in name, but mm. you know, here and there, there are people who who are so you know, um, so um, so generous with their advice and and tips, and and they really give you a guiding hand. So don't be afraid to ask for help. If you ask for help, people will give it to you. I think a lot of times Singaporeans don't don't know how to ask for help. So mm. a lot of people will. You know, will kind of leave you alone. That's because they they think that you're all right. Mm. But if you say that, hey, I'm starting out. I need my first client. I need my first customer. Can you can you you know mm. be, buy something for me? Buy my service. People are more than happy to help. I I, I find it. You know, I I found out recently. <laughs> yeah. So that is actually good, right? So I mean, just to add on that, right? So what is that one piece of advice that you have received from all those mentors that you feel that is the most valuable to you? The most valuable one is solve your client's problem. So, if they give you a video project, for example, their the their problem is not because I want a video project. No, their problem is always because they want to sell their products, for example. Mm. So you have to help them to solve the problem of selling the product, and and not just mm. supply a video. Mm. So if you come from from that aspect of you know helping them to make sure this video will solve their problem of selling their product, and then you know it, the collaboration is 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 deeper, and then more often than not you find that the clients may return for second business. If even if not, then they will remember you as um as a different vendor. Mm. You know, mm. yeah, right. So for me, the one piece of advice that I received very very early um on was actually this this phase right um things always happen for a reason. Okay. Right. So um so if it happens and in the end you fail, right? Then don't beat yourself up too hard because it happens for a reason. It happened for you to learn to do it better. So I guess I think that piece of advice has actually stayed with me um for the last eight years, right? Really, when things doesn't go as you plan, right? So sometimes you don't need to be too hard on yourself. Of course, if it's your fault, then you cannot blame anybody lah. But if it's really you know um, you have tried your best already, right? So um that is something that you can learn out of it. So I guess that is the greatest advice that I've received. Yeah. 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 All right. So thanks for tuning in. Subscribe to our show, Freelance Creative Exchange. Check out our Freelance Creative Exchange website and join our Creative at Work community on Facebook and Instagram. Have a wonderful week. Be kind, stay safe, and we'll chat soon. Bye, everyone.